This is Samantha Ponzillo. I am filling in for Jasmine Shea as she is on vacation in Southern California because she a lucky bitch and I'm not on vacation. I live in Florida, so I guess I'm perpetually on vacation. Today is Friday, July 31st, and it is an amazingly perfect day to arrest Jonathan Mattingly, Brett Hankinson, and Miles Cosgrove for the murder of Breonna Taylor. They're the police that shot Breonna Taylor. Amazing day to arrest them. A little bit of interesting news in Albany. I'm kind of not surprised about the place in question because they've always kind of been a little slow, but Coca Dots Cake Shop in Albany decided to publicize the fact that they made a Make America Great Again um hat cake i don't know it's horrific looking it's just it doesn't even look like a baseball hat it looks like i don't know why but i immediately think it looks like a toilet but it's supposed to be a baseball hat i don't know the top of a basket i don't know the brim looks horrible if you haven't seen this yet we're gonna tweet the, tweet out the picture but shay says account but this thing is horrific and it, you know, something this politically... I mean, it's ugly, first of all. So why why are we publicizing this horrific-looking cake? Second, like, you know it, it's gonna cause some issues and you're gonna split your business. Like, why throw waves to split your business? Like, I understand it's the same exact thing if somebody wanted to make a cake for a gay couple. And I mean, maybe the, maybe that location was going out of business. Maybe they weren't doing too well and they were just like, meh, fuck it, let's go out with a bang. But I don't... <laughs> I just don't get it. Because it's just honestly disgusting. It it looks horrible. And it doesn't look like it would taste good. It's like one of those Jersey Shore Cake Boss looking, I don't know, Rice Krispie Treat. Like, I want a cake. Give me a damn cake. The amount of cake that I see when I, like, pull up my Twitter timeline right now is just making me want to go to a birthday party. And it's not cool during a friggin' pandemic. I'm not surprised about coconuts because in, like, 2011... They were on that, um, they were on Cupcake Wars on Food Network. And I can't remember who, I think it was the, the owner chick. I can't, I, th- I can't remember who was on competing. But whoever it was, they like dumped salt into their cupcake. So it's like, you lost because you mixed up sugar and salt? What? I've never seen a baker not test whatever they're putting in to make sure. Like, I get you're on TV and the pressure's on, but that's wicked rookie mistake, bro. Like, I don't get it. But, I mean, that was, duh, mistake number one. The other time that I've known about them was from, like, 2014. It was right after I moved out of Albany. I think it was Matt O'Connor. He was saying that the husband and wife, Rachel, and whatever the, the dude's name is, friggin' something white i can't remember but they were he was saying that they uh forced him out of the business because it was like a couple months after he had told them that he was he had a boyfriend and apparently they just didn't like that i guess that just didn't work for them i i've been there though i've been uh ceremoniously discharged from different places for having a girlfriend um i've also been let go for having a wife so i i catch the vibes i also know that rachel at one point was working at lark tattoo I believe and she was very supportive of the proud boys bro 
Really? Like, I get you guys, like, can't get dates and stuff, but that's no reason to, like, hate women. It, I just don't get where the rage comes from. I just don't. I don't understand that shit at all. But you know that they know that they're wrong because they deleted all their Albany-based social media. So all of that's gone. The only stuff that's still up is the um, South Carolina store, Myrtle Beach store, which I don't even know if they're really affiliated. I think that might just be like a franchise. That might just be like a franchise or something. But Jasmine told me to go hard on them and I don't really think I need to because they do that on their own. They dig their own grave because they're idiots and they just keep going. They keep digging. So I'm gonna let them. I'm gonna let them dig themselves a little bit deeper. I'm gonna let the idiots who wanna take Trump's miracle drug, take it, I don't care. When when you survive it, you can tell me you were right. When you die, I can say, oh, told you, go ahead, take it. I don't care, I really don't. As long as my parents don't take it, as long as my family doesn't take it, as long as my wife doesn't take it, as long as Jasmine doesn't take it, if she takes it, I swear to God, I'm gonna punch her in the face. I will drive straight through 24 hours from um, Sarasota to Albany, and I will just knock on her door, deck her. Hope her mom doesn't answer. Now that I talked about Albany for a little bit, I'm gonna talk about Florida because that's where I live and that's what I know what's going on. The uh, Pinellas County Sheriff, Bob Galtieri, decided to throw a little stink at the Tampa Bay Rays because on July 24th, they said today is opening day, which means it's a great day to arrest the killers of Breonna Taylor, which every day is a great day to arrest the killers of Breonna Taylor. But he decided to say to turn baseball event into a political event is uncalled for. It's just wrong and it's improper. It's just reckless. It's throwing gasoline on the fire and it didn't need to happen. Bitch, where have you been? We've been making athletic events, political events for, I don't know, long ass time. Until systematic racism in this country is dealt with on a higher level, you're going to have political issues at everything. At award show, at movies, at kids' uh, cartoons. Frickin' go watch Zootopia. Holy crap, that movie. If you, if you want us to stop talking about it, do something. Stop turning a blind eye. Stop pretending like there isn't a problem. It's bullshit. Um, David Duke, former KKK Grand Wizard, white supremacist. He had his uh, Twitter account suspended, violated the Twitter rules, which just, you know, too bad. He said something. I'm not even going to repeat what he said because that's offensive as fuck. I'm not reading that. He's a douche. Uh, rotten hell. Moving right along. Um, David Lynch has been doing this weird weather report on his youtube channel which i don't quite understand but i wanted to it's it's on the david lynch theater page with like you know the official the official la theater i don't, I don't know why that's on that page but i'm gonna play you audio from his uh july 29th report listen, listen to this dude because for those of you experiencing this weather report audio only you can't see that I'm holding a jar. What the hell is this, Rocky Horror? What is the purpose of this jar? Please, tell me. Why did I paint it this certain way? Check out David Lynch with the foreplay. Here in L.A., at early morning clouds and fog rolled in. Really? But it's soon going to burn off. Oh, that's too bad. Very still right now. Mm-hmm. 
around 57 degrees Fahrenheit, 14 Celsius. Wow, that was some good math. Should be going up once again to the low 80s this afternoon. Oh, that's nice. Around 27 degrees Celsius. Whoa. And we should, once this burns away, this gray burns away, we should be having... What, what, what? Very beautiful day with blue skies and golden sunshine. Oh, Jesus, innuendo. Everyone, have a great day. Well, you too. What a nice man he is. Creepy as shit, but whatever. What are you gonna do? I got a couple other things I wanted to talk about, but I'm gonna save those for <clears throat> the outro because I think my Chinese food just got delivered and I'm kind of hungry because I've been up for way too goddamn long today and I'm gonna be up way too goddamn late. Um, I am a photographer and I'm gonna be um, working media for the Tampa Bay Rowdies tonight. And they're gonna be taking on the Charleston Battery. So if you have ESPN Plus, make sure to look for your favorite little meatball. Um, probably gonna have a black shirt on, so I don't know. I have an enormous lens that I rented from lensrentals.com, so I'm looking forward to using that. Look all professional and shit. But, uh, yeah, I'm gonna turn this over to Jasmine and her interview with, um, Celte Flint of Pinpoint Art Albany. She's a badass tattoo artist, and I can't wait until this coronavirus stuff stops so that I can go get some more ink from her. Here you go. Actually, I'm gonna grab my, my gloves so I can disinfect your phone. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know if you've seen the, the meme of, um, and I always think of it when I see people with their noses out. It's like, yeah, it's uncomfortable, but it sucks for everybody. Yeah. Is that, um, it's like if you see somebody with their nose out, it's like their penis being out of their pants. <laughs> and it's like, tee I can see your penis. <laughs> so funny. I'm post it in the back room where people aren't gonna see it. Because it's like a little cartoon, and it's like the... Your nose being out is the equivalent of this. It's just this guy with like a little like kind of oval shape. <laughs> like that's great. I mean, I haven't seen anybody go crazy with like full on hazard suits. You know, there's some people that have like the shield and the mask. Yeah. Um, I've seen people who work in produce. Too, yeah. But there's a woman good. that does that comes into my store, and she I feel like she just uh, just goes and just wants well, checks. To see if, like, everyone's doing what they do. Like, she'll get her yeah. Starbucks, and then she'll just walk around. And I, at some point, I just want to be like, do you have anything to buy? Because at this point, it's loitering. Right. You're like, right. You're, just, you're just policing I'm glad, people. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad that you're concerned. Right. But the way that you're doing it, it just seems like you're just snitching. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're just being a hall monitor. <laughs> yeah. And we're not paying you. We're not paying you. just want to come and tell us by the way this kid did. I can see he doesn't, and I've warned him. Thank you, Mom. <laughs> right? That's funny. Let me go do my job. So, uh, the wheel, super, super fun. Yes. Um, what? The way it works is obviously you, you spin, but mm -hmm. this is the book. So, okay. um, each set of 13 is its own spin. Okay. So when you are ready and you've gone through and you've decided which one you want to spin from, then you actually spin and when it lands on is what you get. Okay. Yeah. And obviously, don't worry about the price. It's your choice of whatever. So. Okay. Oh, we're getting some fun ones here. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I know there's not a ton of them. I feel like I should have spent a fair amount of my time off, like, drawing new things. But I just didn't. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? Like, I... 
it's been funny talking to people who are like, they've had this time to be more creative yeah. and to do things, and then it's just like, no, I took my time off. It was hard to like <laughs> find the motivation to draw when like at, at the beginning you just didn't have any ideas to when we'd be back or if we'd be, be back. back. Yeah, you know? tattoos are such a luxury that and a completely non-essential one. So it's like, is it twenty-three? It's the twenty-four. I just know the day ends in Y at this point. Because with grocery, like I work, I normally get off Wednesdays, Sundays. And I worked last Sunday, so mm-hmm. I was just all like, what day is it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it just, it does seem like a... I mean, I'm glad that the shops are open. I was, it was interesting to see that the, like the malls and the gyms were put back. Yeah. Gyms, I get, because, like, gyms are super dirty. Yes. Um, Like, I had a, a girlfriend who was, like, she's a boxer, and she was like, it's just so crazy that gyms are open. It's like, have you been to a gym? It's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I mean, I'm bummed that, like, that my, I, I went, I did Circus Lira. I started getting into that, yes. and I, like, love it. So yeah. I would go, like, twice a week. Right. And, you know, we would disinfect our own rings. There's maybe, like, four or five girls the most. So it wasn't, like, really, like, a gym gym. It was right. just one of those little, like, small little private ones that did, like, the aerial yoga and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I used to go to other gyms, and I I could, yeah. Like, just finding the stuff that you would find in, like, the lost and been found. You're like, oh, oh. people are just gross. <laughs> <laughs> I also went to a small gym, too. And, like, for, for those to be closed, it's like, well, I mean, like, you go with a group of responsible well, people. people but yeah. But But I'd rather not go so that way it stops dumb people from going. And, like, I'll just be patient, but Mm -hmm. I'm losing it a little bit. (laughs) I know. The the amount of people that come in with the grocery store that are still nasty. Oh, I can't imagine. My God. So what do you do for them? So I run the, like, I'm a cashier but a supervisor on the front end. Mm. So... You know, it's just, it's the usual. So you're the one those kids have to call, like, can you come check this out? Yes, me? yes. <laughs> yeah. And I have nothing but minors, but we have a new yeah. computer system up, so mm-hmm. it's incredibly frustrating because what happens is, is that it's like, it's a system made for grocery, but not for my, for my store, okay. or for the company in general. But what's, yeah. the thing is that, like, now if I scan alcohol, before I used to scan alcohol, I just have to type in my manager numbers, screen would turn red, I would just scan it in, right. do the ID, be done. Now for everything, I have to, if I scan out, so someone had 20 things of like their little uh, frozen pina coladas. Oh, I had to do it every single time I had to put my code in. And it's like, why, why? These are the well, little. Well, you have 20 people yeah. who are doing the same transaction, yeah. obviously. Yeah, so it's going to be so much fun <laughs> running around when I'm like the only one. Yeah. One adult and 19 minors want yeah. pina coladas. <laughs> Just like, so God funny. damn it. <laughs> I wonder if there's a way to bypass that, but I feel like those bigger systems, they can't, like, somebody's mm-hmm. got to know that's, like, not practical. Yeah, like, and it's frustrating when they're the people that are the up higher ups, and it's just like, how long have you haven't been on the floor before? Like, right, or have exactly. you ever worked there? If you don't use it, you don't know. Yeah. Like, places that make those things, they don't test it, like, in live scenarios. No, they do, and then what made me frustrated is that they also said, they're like, we don't understand why everyone's having issues. Like, you guys had a month to train around this. I'm like, no, we didn't. I had, <laughs> I had... You, it's been sitting there for maybe like a month right. and a half, but like, but we're in also in a pandemic, right? And you guys are working. I have other pe- people. Yeah, are. not a lot of people are. I've got to run around. I have to make sure that everyone was first logged also into the paper. Oh yeah, it's a new thing. So, 
Um, I think I'm debating between... Oh, you have Tater Tanners. No, I've got... You're my only appointment today. Uh, and yeah. I'm, like, really spacing people out because I don't want to work that far. <laughs> <laughs> I got really used to just being able to chill and, and not, not do much. I was saying the uh, other day to uh, this guy, Colin, that I was interviewed, I said, I go, I was a little envious of my friends that, that even though I was grateful to have a job, but like I, I would what I would give just to lie around and do nothing in leggings all day. Right. <laughs> kind of thing. Like it I, is so weird. <laughs> I've had times where like I haven't done anything like for a stretch of time where I've been like kind of laid off from something and just kind of lounge. But there was always this like sadness to it because it's like you gotta get a job, you gotta get a job. Mm-hmm. This was like nobody's doing shit. There's no obligation to do yes. anything yeah. except just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I won't get other people sick. I guess that's my only job. So. Yeah, I just yeah like not wearing a bra is like my favorite thing to do. <laughs> Like I don't gotta put one on. Right? Don't gotta just put the on. I mean, I'm just like lying in front of my fans at this point. <laughs> I like got a way to graft in on Friday. Nice. Switch days around and just by myself, just brought my chair, my book, oh, nice. lunch, and just people watched. And yeah. It was good to like see people still being responsible. And some people didn't want right. to wear a mask in the bathroom, which was, but it was like. I know. I it's frustrating, but I did it. But I was on a pepper spray. <laughs> I know. I know. And I wish I could be able to, like, I can't, with my company, they don't want conflict. So we can say to people, remind them, hey, you know, wear a mask. And we have masks and we wipe right. down everything. But if they get past our vestibule. Yeah. No, they don't want, so I, but if I see somebody, I walk up to all of my cashiers and I go, if they come through your line, they, you hand them some plastic bags and say, here you go. They got to bag their own stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's reasonable. I mean, like, it's not like this is uh, something that people aren't aware of. Like, if you clock into a grocery store and you're like, hmm, what's going on? It's like, then you woke up from a coma yeah. today and yeah. you have no idea what's happening. And that's what it's, it's like, everyone's seeing that everything else is opening up, so they think it's going to be, like, looser in the grocery store. But right. it's not, because now we're, like, double-timing cleaning because yeah. everyone's coming out more. Yes. Well, it's cool that you guys are still like yeah. you're, you're kind of keeping up with it. I do like that it's like, oh, now, uh, you know, this is pre-pandemic, and like now, oh, we have to stay six foot apart. Yes. What's up? <laughs> <Like>, are <laughs> you waiting for your groceries? I, it's like, yeah, it I'm is. It is because people are so impatient, and then, yeah. then I, I I get so frustrated. I get frustrated because I can't turn around and say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm making you late for your party. It must be nice to be able to go to one. Like, I'm working. Yeah. Like, your bed is you're taking, yeah. like, we still have every other register open. Right. So, like, one day we had to break that protocol to have other ones because there were just lines to get rid yeah. of. But we have to make sure that, A, the customers don't mind being, um, walking behind the kid that's in the register next over. Or, right. The, or the kid doesn't mind because like I don't but we also have another register for like our Instacart so an Instacart has to come and like scan everything out so there's only like so many limited spaces we could have but there used to be this really cool I mean it still exists at Stop and Shops because uh, mm-hmm. I'm from Rhode Island so like they you'd scan your card and it would pop out a scanner for you that you bring along with you as you shop and oh, you nice. scan everything that you do and you bag it in your cart and then at the end you scan like the end transaction and it brings it all up and you pay and you go and then you just return your, your See, scanner. See, that would be great. Right? Yeah, but now we have like our, our new system for our self-checkout or for the whole computers is a touchscreen, which my fingers are not made for. But they want us to, we have four of them, and whoever's running it, they want us to go to those screens and play 
and not play around or, or like or someone screwed up someone doesn't know a vegetable they want us to go to that screen touch it do it for the customer there when we have a screen right there and despite the screen being a little hectic or yeah. like being a little soft or like slower than the other thing i still don't want to go and invade those people's spaces right. and then i still have to go wipe it down after and some people don't want me to wipe it down they just oh like just gosh. rush and they're like no no we're good we're gonna find it i gotta go and I have some kids who, like, have heart attacks who, like, are so, like, I'm going to get in trouble for not spraying. And next thing you know, customers just, like, throwing their stuff on. And I'm like, excuse me, you got to wait. And they're like, I don't have time. And I'm like, oh, my oh. God, all of you guys are People are crazy. so my, uh, I saw a woman yesterday was at the store, and she, uh, she had her mask on the whole time in the store. And then she gets to the self-checkout, and she pulls her mask down and walks right up to the person working to ask them a question. It's like, we, we want it. You're so you, close. You're, you're so, so close. close. <laughs> Now people are getting better about it because they still have like the this way, this way, go like that. Yeah. And um, and like my coworkers at my other job will be like, like no, I don't like that. I don't like if you walk down the wrong aisle, you have to go all the way around. And I'm like, get good at it. Then. Yeah. Remember which aisle. Plan out your route and get out of there. I, I mean, I I will be guilty of going if no one's down the if aisle. No one's down there. I will like, be guilty of putting a reshop back or knowing that it's the closest where it is. I have to go check a price for something. You work but there. I work there. But yeah. everyone, I mean, I would make announcements, and people, I would see people just like look up, look down, and then still continue to go the wrong way. Yeah. They're just being, they're being deliberately. Oh, I didn't see it. It's like stop. That's what I don't understand. Is like if even if you're trying to like skirt around, it's like don't lie. If you get yeah. caught in it, just turn around and go the other way. I so you I, probably need the steps. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I've also made like a little more of a joke now with it. And I'm like, if you do see yourself going the wrong way, just stop, turn around, do the hokey or no, it's just stop, do the hokey pokey, turn yourself around, and go nice. back down the I other like aisle. That. Because I just don't need you to. But people still do. I, I, I started, like, in the beginning, I was like, hey, like, do you see the arrows on the floor? You have to go the other way. And most people were like, and they go the other way because they were suddenly, like, didn't yeah. realize somebody would, like, challenge them to it. But oh, now yeah. if somebody's, like, walking up, I, like, I kind of, like, make myself look real big when I'm up. <laughs> and then I just kind of look down like this, like, hey, I'm going the right do, way. Do you, do you see do? that? Do you see this? <laughs> I know. We put them on the floor. We put them on the side of the aisles. Yeah. So if you look up, it will say wrong way if you look. But no, it's just, woo, it's like billboards. They just yeah. go, oh, I see it. And they just go yeah. right away. Yeah. I, I think I narrowed it down. Okay. So these roses are part of the same spin. Okay. Because they just, all 13 didn't fit on one sheet of paper. So. Okay. Flowers, or I was thinking of Nobody's done that one yet. Nobody. You know nobody's done that one yet, and I, right. yeah, I really want to do because like, they're super fun. All right. So okay. The... So if it's cool with you, I'd also like to record you spinning. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I'm sure you've seen them on the on my Instagram too. So I always have people hold the base only to give you leverage because, like, you can spin it freely, but if you stand here and like hold it, you can like. You can really, really whip this. Okay. So here, stand on that side. Let me grab my phone. This will be so like the closest I'll get to like the price is right. Oh, it's, <laughs> some people like spin it just like, oh, okay. And it's like, no, this thing really goes. <laughs> All right, Wheel of Fate. Whenever you're ready. Lucky number seven. Oh, it's a little sun. Sun, yay! <laughs> Do you like that one? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> now I'm thinking of. Now you gotta think of where. Yeah. So I 
can do is I'll print it out so you can see the size. So that's the size that it just is printed, but we can mm -hmm. also do it bigger. I probably wouldn't want to do it smaller, but. I'm trying to think if I just want to add as a little filter to what I got on the leg or. Mm -hmm. Or start something new somewhere. Yeah. It was funny, my husband said that this was probably going to be the one that he spun from. <laughs> I beat him to it. You did. <laughs> it's perfect, too, because you were just saying, you, you know, you went to the, the beach and it's like yeah. sun and wave, sun and water. I know, I'm actually going to Hawaii. Are you? In August, if everything goes out good, because my good friend is turning 30. And so I would normally, I'd be in L.A. now with her normally, because I would be there that week. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's turning 30 in August, and so with everything going on, we're like, might as well, let's just push it back. So then yeah. she's like, what do I got told her, like, what do you want to do? She goes, I'm thinking about Hawaii. I'm like, good enough for me. Yeah, right? So, Have um, you ever been to Hawaii? No. I mean, I've never been anywhere. So, so that's I, exciting. I know. So I, I'll go out to L.A. for like five days beforehand, and then we go to leave L.A. That's to go to Hawaii. Cool. I think I come back for, we come back from Hawaii, I'm back in LA for like a day to like readjust and then Smart. head yeah. back. Because the trip to Hawaii is, is long, like if you come from here. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, and the, the prices that I got weren't bad because they were still in the middle of everything. And if we did it before, um, right, if you booked it before yeah, we booked it before going, so, yeah, 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 yeah. So it just would have been quite simple just to be able, but it, it was, also was uh, no change fee. Oh. So if you booked it before the 31st, you didn't have to worry about a change fee. So I knew everything would have been refunded or credited. Right. So it's just no matter yeah. of just changing it to something else. So okay. if something happened, I'd be like, whatever. Yeah, you just switch it's it. It's freezing cool. during my birthday, so. <laughs> When's your birthday? February. Oh, yeah. Okay, because so I'm trying to think. It might probably be a cute little filler on my. Because <laughs> I know we're adding with the fight the power somewhere around here. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, do you like that size, or do you want to do a little bit bigger? Um, can we go a little bit bigger? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, sure can. The only thing I usually never want to hear from people is smaller. So bigger is always better. I know, when people still see their little, uh... Ugh. Well... Yeah, it's funny. I, I've been sort of known now for, like, I do the delicate stuff. I do handwriting and things like that. So I always get girls who, like, want the same stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I'll print things out, like, these little, you know, the tiny flowers. And they're like, oh, it's so cute. Can you make it, like, half that size? It's like, yeah. no. And then I mm -hmm. make it half that size. And they're like, oh, my gosh, like, just, like, a little. Like, I want it to be, like, so small. And I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. It's like you can do it with, like, a little needle and... of working in the middle of like white suburbia is I get like oh yeah I, I get the the Jessica's mm -hmm. <laughs> which I love them but yeah hmm. do you like the size yeah okay cool yeah because then we can play around with just however you want it to be positioned down there because I just know this is going to be a bitch if I did it right there yeah. Oh, yeah. But you have the 
you have your inner thigh done. I do not think that top part would be nearly as bad as the inner thigh. Oh my god, yeah, this was like something that I thought I would actually like punch. I mean, that's pretty cool. I like it like that. Yeah, I like it like that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. then when you move to it, it'll make the waves move. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> All right, let me make a sense of this. Like a well, it's funny. My mom was just like, so where's this one going now, Jasmine? And I was like, probably <laughs> still on my leg. It's so funny how parents, like, they never let up. I know. Like, really? Yeah. At this point? One. <laughs> like, do you realize how much I have? Yeah. <laughs> well, my grandparents haven't really seen my leg because well, okay. they, they don't really remember because of their memories shot. But, oh, um... Yeah. They, you know, it's now summer, so they've now seen me in, like, shorts and stuff. So, majority of this was done during the winter. And my mm -hmm. pop was like, I don't remember that. And I was like, I never told you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that whole thing. <laughs> that's what I, I do at my other job. I'm uh, the office manager for a neuropsych practice. So, we, we do evaluations for people with cognitive issues and memory issues. Alzheimer's yeah. and stuff. So, it's a... Uh, that's a tough thing when your family members start to not remember as much. Mm, it is. Because the older you get, the more, like, demand you have to be independent. And, like, you just can't really fathom that you may need a little help. Help. You know, that's their situation. Like, my grandpa's like, I can take care of my wife. And then it's then, like, you, like, bring them dinner or something. And, someone's, and like, they're not feeling good or... Yeah. Sorry, and he's like, thank you. And it's just like, put this room. Yeah, it is really hard. <laughs> it's like, I always am reminded of something that um, that Phyllis says in the office, which is, uh, she says, if you wait for the day that your parents say that they, they come to you and say they can't take care, care of themselves, it's not going to happen. Yeah. You know, especially with men, too. That's my woman. Yeah. I will always provide for her. He's like, okay, but what about you, too? I know. <laughs> I know. Because they'll always be like, oh, no, are you ready? Anything. And I know I'll put a plate down and they'll, like, house it down. I'm like, <laughs> yep, okay. We had a woman who, uh, she would forget that she ate. And she'd eat all of her groceries in one day because she just kept forgetting she was eating. <sighs> and I was like, oh, poor thing. That's so bad. All right. So, I'm going to go out here right here. Oh, and I'm going to get some Now, I'm not sure. I know my producer said it. When the tattoo machine makes noises it might interfere i mean it's is very it, possible my machine isn't super, super loud because okay. uh, it's a i assume we'll need to pause the music too if you can't have copyrighted music in the um, background. yeah we might have to <laughs> <laughs> that's cool i can put on some open source classical music yes i also do love how people started saying that beethoven might be black and i was just like this will just change the whole world of that everything it was uh I don't know, something, something that was, I was reading part of it and finished the whole entire thing, but it was, it was something about like how we, like all the powder that he would put on and stuff would just hide how his actual skin tone would be, and then he had like some, um, uh, African American history to him, and I was just like, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be the first time somebody's tried to make them so it's also lighter, yeah. more socially yeah. acceptable, it's like... It's like, oh great, so you're saying it's like, it's been going on for fucking ever. I, um, I, I personally don't understand how, like, why people would want to make themselves lighter when, like, 
the, it's just, it's so fucking strange to me. All of it. It's like, we're all just like various shades of literal brown. We're all in like the same color spectrum. Yeah. And uh, like, I have a couple of clients who are, maybe they wouldn't come right out and say it, but to me are like, okay, we know you're a bit backwards. We know that like, you're probably a racist, but you just don't really know. Yeah. But they'll go out and get a tan and think that that's like, oh, well, no, I'm a tan white person. It's like, that's not, no. <laughs> I know. I know. It's like an oxymoron. <laughs> oh, my God. Because, like, you see people who just want to be tan and darker, and then yet, like, like you, but you're not getting, but at the same time, you, you, you don't want to accept the issue, or not even accept, you, you look at, me as someone who is naturally this way and you're like, oh, you're just probably exaggerating about how cops treat you. <laughs> but yet you just want to be a... Tell people you're, you're full on white, you're just real tan. Yeah, like, yeah. you just, you, oh, oh, I went to the salon earlier. Like, because, and that's what's sick about it is like, you see that people, they don't know that they're being racist because they're they they're unaware of it. Oh, oh, you're just tan? Oh, let me treat you so much better. Mm -hmm. It's like, I... Mm, <laughs> It's never made sense to me. No. I mean, I in, growing up in Colony, it was kind of like the same thing. Even though I said that my um, my uh, grandpa used to get bummed out when he would hear me want to say, like, I can't wait to, like, dye my hair and blonde and make it straight because I saw the girls. That's, they, that's all I saw in Colony. So I didn't think I was, like, cute. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, that... I mean, we're all the products of our upbringing, too. If you see that there are, you know, kids in your school that you want to emulate because they're the popular people and that mm -hmm. you, like, that's what you learn to believe is beautiful, you're always going to try to emulate Hate that. that. yeah. And the, I think just the, like, problem forever has been that black people haven't had as much of a chance to see themselves as being beautiful, as yeah. being the desirable, yeah. and, like, you know... Yep. I have a friend uh, who came in to be a tattoo recently and he said that um, I was asking how he and his girlfriend are doing because they're both black but she's from here and he's from Africa. Oh he yeah. He lived here when he was like 12 and um, and he said that it's really difficult for him because he's obviously experienced you know various forms of racism because he's, he's pretty dark and I feel like people with really dark skin always end up having it way worse than, mm. than some people but he said that he has like a He's a strange connection to it because he's like, I'm not American. Yeah. I'm not like part of the black yeah. American history. Like I'm from Africa. It's completely different, yep. but I sympathize with it. I have uh, my friend, Abina, she's, uh, family's from Ghana. So she's, you know, African and black. <laughs> so it's like having that she was talking about the same thing. Like, yeah, it's like weird because it's their, it's like they're dealing with like they're dealing with two separate like right. you know what I mean it's like I want to be supportive and I want to be like yeah I'm with you I'm, I'm here with you because I am black and but like also I'm I'm, I'm not American yeah. <laughs> well he's, he's good as dual citizenship but it's it's a very confusing thing yeah yeah my uh my brother I think is being a dual citizenship in the middle of Canada so this would be cold so I patch up your knee okay and so I'm sure you know from like the getting other tattoos that when you put the stencil on the the way that it's positioned will be 
like if your knee is bent and we put it on, that's when it will look the yeah. best is when it's bent. If you put it on like this and then you stretch your knee out, then it's gonna change shape. So I think that we'll have you stay at a slight bend. Okay. So that way uh, it's not like, you know, so scratched out. We'll play around. <laughs> So it's gonna when, take longer to set it up than it is gonna to actually done. do it. So when uh, that's why I'm taking my sweet ass. Did, did Colony take? Because you're in more of the village, so was it waiting to hear what the village had to say or the Colonies when they shut everything down? No, luckily it was just um, it was just waiting for Albany County. Oh, okay. Now are you recording right now? Uh yeah. Okay. Sorry, I didn't know. But okay. you were <laughs> Uh, yeah, because it was, I know that, like, when I just got back to the grocery store, like, part-time, <clears throat> then kind of went more of a little fuller <laughs> once everything started and shutting down, then I was, like, seeing everyone left and right, and the funny thing was, I kept, like, I knew everything was going to get, like, canceled, that I took so much stuff out of my phone, <laughs> that when things started reopening, I was like, did I have an appointment? <laughs> like, I, like, I started, yeah. like, texting mm. through, and I'm like, did we make one that, like, I didn't think about now? Or right. were we supposed to do something, you know, that, like... I had a lot of people who had appointments already that needed to be canceled and just kind of went into this, you know, waiting period like everybody else, but they were the first people I wanted to bring back. Uh, but it's summertime, and summertime is not ideal conditions for getting tattoos. So I have had a fair amount of people who have decided that they're going to wait until the end of summer because they, they don't want to be uh, restricted from going swimming and going yeah. swim tanning and stuff like yeah. that. So it's been manageable coming back, but it's not, um, it's different. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, it's been easier because this is a private studio. I don't really have to worry about the same restrictions that bigger shops have yeah. because I already kind of follow them anyway. I don't have a waiting room. We don't have a ton of people here. Like mm -hmm. the only thing is the masks, and that's you know it is. Yeah. I'm just standing up and because I can make sure that see that that being um, like yeah like you don't have a waiting room. It's just people. I should also remember that my kneecap is not perfectly straight. So. <laughs> no kneecaps are if it makes you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, yeah. we can we can move it if you'd like. If you want to higher, lower, left, right, anything like um, that. I feel like yeah, it looks straight down, right? Like right. I was kind of trying to base it off of the elephant. I can move it a little bit to the right, right. over here. If yeah, you want that's to try a little it. Yeah, slightly. Right. Okay. Yeah, I feel like that was that was the one thing I wanted to ask you about because you don't you know you, you just it's a beautiful little space you have thank you and it's not like your normal like you can't walk in like it's appointment you cannot walk in but yeah so most of the time i lock the door too yes yeah. <laughs> i'm afraid of people coming <laughs> I, mean, I don't want them yeah, to show I'm up sorry, who are you the you people knock? the times that people come in like they find me it's amazing it's like who told you i was here uh -oh. like solicitors show up and it's like <gasps> yeah. um but i and i've been lucky that i've been able to say that people can bring somebody with them other shops aren't allowed to do that because they you know if you have five artists working in a place and they each have five clients that's 10, ten people, people in a place that's a ton yeah. uh this place is big enough that if i have two other people like the times that we've had others in they're sitting across the room they're nowhere near us so yeah it's, uh, it's not so bad i think i've only had like 
one friend come with me maybe twice for a tattoo. Like, I knew a group of my friends and I went, like, all the time to get, like, get them done at once. Not mm-hmm. the same ones. We were just, like, 18. We're like, let's all go. Yeah. <laughs> Party. Yeah. Well, now it's funny. Um, it, Especially, like, post-quarantine, I, like, I had a woman who I told her, you know, I appreciate that you have children, but don't bring them here. Mm. This is a tattoo shop, even though it's laid back. It's still not a place for kids. And she was like, oh, God, they're staying at home. You know, <laughs> she was using this as, I'm getting away. Right. This is my time. <laughs> And so people are less keen on bringing others with them because they want a little bit of like just by themselves and a moment to Mm -hmm. just relax and take care of themselves. I'm the same way now because of of having to deal with humanity just at the grocery store. Right. But then now I'm like, like everyone's like, what are you gonna do when you you know everything goes back to normal? I go get away from all of you motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to be anywhere. Yeah. 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 Like that was better. Cool. I was like, I don't want to be near anybody. Like, that's like my days off. I'm either like doing interviews for my podcast or like running away to like the mountain or, or like the, going on, go walking or something. Just because. Well, tell me about your podcast too. Oh, yeah. So I just started uh, Shay Says Podcast, which is what you're going to be on. Um, we can always mail you what we have too before you're going to listen if you want to edit anything. <laughs> um, I sound hilariously high pitched on recordings. I mean, I don't know how a mask is going to be. Yeah, I know. That was going to be the other thing we're going to work about between like the mask and and whatnot. Um, I can always tattoo you again if you decide that it's not usable or I can chat over the call. Yeah. um, Especially, obviously, with the machine going on. Yeah. It was. um, Yeah, I don't feel like that's too loud. I don't think it's going to be so bad. I feel like in my producer's head, she knows sound too, but she's just like, it's going to be loud and all this stuff. I'm not going to be like right on me. <laughs> and I don't even know where she's going to be tattooing me right? at point exactly. too, so. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So we'll probably hear what I call my pterodactyl noises. Okay. Like. <laughs> Sounds good. Just don't kick me. That's all right. I'm going to kick you. <laughs> um. <laughs> And I know it's little, but of course, if you need to take a break, just let me know. Oh. It's like getting the flow of knowing if you're going to hit a bone <laughs> or as I call my extra yummy bits <laughs> in the fat. Well, I hate getting tattooed, so I always try to make it like as gentle as feasibly possible for people <laughs> because I, you know like, I get to spots and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I feel it for you. <laughs> Like, brace yourself. This is going to suck. <laughs> and my one friend, she, like, when I got my little question marks on my foot, she got a rose, and I was like, I don't know how you did that, because I almost kicked Kyle in the face when he did, like, he was yeah. doing this middle one. I was like, nope, that is a, nope, <laughs> no spot. Well, so now your podcast is oh, yeah. just interviewing people, so, just whoever? Um, yeah, pretty much just, just talk about whatever. Um, the first two episodes I did had to be about me you know, working as an essential worker. Mm-hmm. And then when everything started going on with, like, George Floyd, even before George Floyd, it was uh, Ahmaud, uh, the one who was shot in Alabama, just jogging. Um, I started mm-hmm. wanting to do a series called unapologetically black conversations so mm-hmm. I just tend just to chat with my black friends about different things about like being you know uh, yeah. being a, a little bit of color and then I sat with my friend JB about being in like the music business and mm-hmm. also like with his uh, he works in the hospital field so like dealing with that um sat down with my uh, radio mentor Sugar Bear and we're gonna air that coming up about uh, being black in radio and 
And so it's just like really any topics or anything that I just, you know, come up with or, cool. or uh Well that must be like really freeing creatively too. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's it's not being on FCC, it's not being on a filter, it's not having to deal with a program director who would rather care about uh pleasing people who complain than listening to listeners who enjoy you know, your... Yeah, that's got to be a tricky situation, too. Yeah. You, know? you, you always want to please everybody, but, you know, you yeah. can't. <laughs> and then it's just like when you picked, in the, you know, the last case with the last scenario of the station, it was, oh God, it was like, I feel like you're just picking the complaints over after listening to people that, like, or enjoy what I say. You know, but it was, it's just an ending story, though. I do believe they deserve a uh, Olympic medal for narrative changing so quickly because like like one says like one thing of why I got fired and the other one's just like first of all I wasn't fired I was taken off air and then I quit right so let's get that straight and then they're like about why I was taken off air it was the debate I keep saying is different between being political and being black and so if you can understand that conversation and we can have that conversation until then like you gotta have to educate yourself before that is a really, really hard thing. That's a that's a big line. You yeah. know, like you you can't I don't think you can be black and not be political because that's that's just where it is right now. Well it, it's weird it'd be great if you could. It, but. It's weird that like having you have to like have a debate about to end racism. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then and that's what it's always been my thing, like I go it being black shouldn't be a political thing, it shouldn't be a threatening thing it shouldn't be anything it's just this is my creed color creation this is who i am but it's like it's weird it's weird how it's the other people's perspective of it is right. what like you constantly seem to be like put being put up against right and if you're trying to just celebrate your your heritage and your yeah. life and your culture it's it's viewed as something political because yeah that's how people see it. See it like, no, yeah. like, it's, it's not. I'm just trying to be me. Yeah. You're the one who's thinking that it's political. Look, yeah. So, like, so this has happened in the news about this other black person. Let me tell you about my experience as a black person dealing with something like that. Right. Or what my fear is. But and all you're the... trying to do is talk about yourself. Yeah. And, and then your it becomes like. It's perceived uh, as like you're trying to. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. So it was. Um, it's more. It's, and it's good to be able to do this podcast on my time mm-hmm. you know like I, I work like five six days a week so I have my two days to like do an edit you know my intros outros I can do easily but to uh sit and work on like what I'm gonna say what I'm gonna do so I gotta line up to interview right and put them out on your own time too. yeah like I had to tell, that's my, cool, tell my friend who's producing I was like yeah we gotta do this Monday Wednesday because anything else might turn me off mm. Because at the end of the day of dealing with grocery, the last thing I want to do is really, I mean, I'll bitch about it all together if <laughs> something <laughs> happened or just to point out hypocrisy or something, but it's also taking that time to do all the research or to watch things and to read things that I want to talk about later. Right. Yeah, that's a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. And like you said, at the end of the day, you just want to chill and you're not getting that time like so many no. other people are getting. No. I just want to smoke a joint and my take a bubble bath and just... <laughs> Well, that's cool. I'm glad that you landed on something that is, you know, more fulfilling 
because you have creative direction over it. Yeah. That's like and my homegirl that's like that's producing it. I've known her for a long time, but she mentioned like a few years back. She's like, "Why don't you do a podcast?" And I was like, "I don't really know the technology behind it because mm-hmm. you know, like, uh, I can talk, but like uploading all this other stuff, I don't, I don't know. I'm not really yeah aware. And you have to learn it. It's it's like a learn it, yeah. class that you have to take. yeah. Like I got this new phone from Verizon. I was mm-hmm. stoked that like. It had better quality stuff on it because I was I'm very good at like holding on to phones until the warranty expires. <laughs> so then they gotta That's give good. me like the next upgraded one. Nice. So I've been like going from like a I think I went from like a DNA to like a Galaxy Seven to now a Galaxy oh, shit. Ten. So I was like, <laughs> this is how you hold on to shit. <laughs> um, but we tried to I tried to do an interview today with my homegirl through the app and we were talking and I realized in the middle I had to get my producer in to to, to work on something and then mm-hmm. when she popped off is when it stopped recording and we didn't notice till like 20 minutes in. Oh damn. So I was like ah. That sucks. So hopefully we can work on that and get back on but uh, you know and, and even if we miss an episode I don't think it's gonna be out of the world for me just because I, it, it, I don't want to overload myself either right. too. And this is again like I said new to me. I said to my I go, how many episodes are we do in a season? Like 10, 11? She's just like, this isn't a sitcom, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what am I saving for sweets? Like, what's yeah, I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> like, That's fair. You yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, these also are like an hour and a half long sometimes. So yeah. I don't know if people want to sit and listen during the day. Like, it took me, like, I think, like, I, I'm lucky. I got uh, um, the call on the guitar player, Sugar Survive. He's going to be on my podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I love Circus of I know. That's what Anthony said he's down for it. We're just trying to figure out when and where we might do the video. Gotcha. Thing. Um, I'm not going to rush him on it because he's also a father of four young boys. Oh, yeah. Who are home. Yeah. So right. I'm like, listen. Well, like, he's probably like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll come to you. I'll yeah. leave them at home. I don't want to deal with <laughs> Like, if you need to, like, get away in the basement. Right. To, like, I'll, leave, me I'll leave them with the missus for the afternoon. It's good. And, yeah. You can call me at 1 a.m. We can do this interview. Right. I, you know what I mean? It's on your time. Like, I, I'm not going to rush any of it. But, um, yeah, I had a, a, he, he sat and chatted for, like, two hours. But I know I could break that up into, like, two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um... Because I also have to have a gift to dad, so it can be. I have to set a timer for myself because it's got to be at least an hour and a half, or my producer will go crazy. <laughs> like, I'm not going to edit all this. You don't pay me yet. Right. But we did get a. She sent me data from the first, like, month of just traffic flow from the website going into from my Spotify and Apple, and I have 730 followers, subscribers. Cool. And it, like, blew my mind. That's I don't awesome. even know that many people, I right. feel like. That's super and cool. And it's just like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, but then I told her, I said, I go, don't tell me anything else there again, because it's just going to fuck with me. Right. Like, <laughs> like, oh, my God. I don't want to know if we've lost any. I They're don't want to know if we, you know what I mean? Like, we're, we're good. I know. I get that way with, um, my Instagram is probably my biggest source of advertising, because I feel like it's the most intuitive for artists. To present their work and oh. uh it's gonna get fairly good reputation but every time i lose a follower i'm always like what did i do <laughs> like I, I always want to reach out to them directly and then i find out like they just deactivated their account or yeah, yeah. like oh my gosh i know I, I i actually maybe i love you and i miss you mm-hmm. once every like six months i'll go on my actual 
laptop on my Facebook mm-hmm. and go through my friends to see who has been deactivated. Because it's, like, I'm still like, I don't know this many people. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah, I mean, it, it's not, it, it, it's just weird in my sense because it's like now it's more of the buzz of my my blog and, or for my podcast and, you know, then it's like my real friends and it's radio friends and all this. I'm just like, okay, whatever. But then it just blows up. I'm like, do I got to make it a personal page again and all this? And yeah. I hate it. I hate to do that. Like, I feel like I was living, like, dual lives. I hate it. I do have two Instagrams. One is for Pinpoint Artistry, and that's because Pinpoint Art was taken by somebody who is not actually using it <laughs> as an Instagram and pissed me off so much. Um, and I ended up, I, I don't use it. I just tag it all as myself, and it, it's just, I think it's easier for me because it's like, what you see is what you get. There is no separation mm-hmm. between, I am my business, my business is me. It's, it's all encompassing. Yeah. So you might find that keeping it separate works for you, and you might be like, ah, screw it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, it I was, am shit. I, yeah, I remember being in my first station, and, like, when we had MySpace, and I had, like, my personal MySpace, and then I had to do, I did my radio MySpace, because I hit, like, a limit of people on this one, and I just, uh-huh. and I had this one girl that I knew, she still to this day, I think, holds on to it as a grudge a little bit. She goes, I just remember when you when you hit me up saying, hey, take my request. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. Can you just do it? Can you request me on my my radio page? Because I'm on that one more than I am on my personal. Yeah. And I was like, girl, I'm not trying to say that in a bitchy way. No, that's the beginning of like, I thought we were friends. Yeah, I thought we were friends. Why am I not in your top nine? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, remember how important that was? Oh my God, that was great. Oh, did you see who got dropped from so-and-so's top nine? Oh. It is insane how the fights would happen. Like, I remember this girl made me her second, and I some I don't even know. I remember, like, one friend that I had. I don't even friends with her anymore now, but not because of my Not thing. because of that. <laughs> some other things, but, like, she moved me to second, and then I moved her to, like... I don't know, like, the ninth, and then she just took me off her friends, and then I just oh, made it shit. just one person, my friend, top friend, that was Tom, and I just didn't Tom, care. everybody's <laughs> boy. We're almost done. <laughs> the intense fights. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not having ten of you as my top ten, like. Luckily, I was able to, to kind of skip around all that, because I was just really too dumb to, like, get all the cool stuff for uh, for uh, MySpace and people are like, oh, I, I'm like, everybody was a coder. Everybody could do HTML. Everybody had, like, the coolest page and the background was black, but the text oh, was yellow. Oh, me? No, mine I was couldn't do it. Shit. I was like, I, I don't, and I felt too stupid and I couldn't ask anybody. You couldn't Google that stuff oh, yet. No, and no, I, just, I know exactly I was feel. like, um, no, I just choose not to. Yeah. Because I, I, I don't have time. It really was because I was too dumb to understand. Uh, yes, I was the same way. I was like, how do you add what? Like, yeah. huh? Yep. Right. Although, I do still think that you can find old music of mine on MySpace, I, which is fun. It's you know, somewhere out there. I think I deactivated my once I grabbed a few more pictures. I know because I can't get into the old radio one that I used to have because mm-hmm. the, the email the station doesn't exist anymore. So, I don't even know if you could. 
to be honest, like yeah. get into it. But I can't, I can't log in. I can't yeah. take it off the air. It's gonna be when I run for president. It's gonna be like, hey, remember that dopey ass song you sang like 13 <laughs> years ago? Guess what? We found it. Here it is. Oh. You are done, my dear. Not too bad, right? Yeah. I said black tea. Yes. I use the black called Max Black, and Ooh. it's like the blackest black that I have. And it's awesome because it should stay that dark. It'd be really nice and punchy. So I'd like, like to take a picture of it, and then yeah. I'm going to be wrapping you up with a, a second skin bandage called okay. Sanoderm. It's like a little clear sticker that's going to go directly over the tattoo. Okay. It will stick to your non-tattooed skin. It will not stick to the tattoo because oh. the tattoo will be wet underneath yeah. from just your own body creating stuff. So what it does is it just creates this perfect environment for the first 24 hours. You don't have to do anything. You just leave it on. You oh, don't cool. have to take it off. You don't have to wash it. Leave it on until this time tomorrow. Nice. I always say don't leave it on longer than 24 hours, but if you want to take it off before that, you can. Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> it's, uh, it's like a kind of stuff that your body creates all the bad uh, <laughs> gases that we may mm. <laughs> we may emit they do come out um it is water resistant it's not waterproof so you are okay, okay to shower but i wouldn't let water be directly onto it for too too long okay. and you're still gonna avoid submerging or soaking so no bathtubs lakes rivers yeah. things like that and that's throughout the entire healing process you can put your uh, knee back all the way all right. um after 24 hours when you do take it off i'm just gonna go down to washing it uh, once or twice a day with antibacterial unscented soap, pat a jar with a nice clean paper towel, and then a very thin layer of either A&D cream or whatever unscented moisturizer, moisturizer works for you. You saw that my alarm was about to go off, and I'm like, why do I have one set for Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like I said, if this starts to bother you, or you don't like wearing it, or there's something about it that's like, nah, I'm not, uh, it's not working for me, you can take it off. Okay. You just don't want to rip it off like a band-aid. You just want to kind of grab a corner and gently tug at it and then peel it off slowly. Is that one of those, um, you know, there's always tattoo artists have different ways of going about the healing process or putting stuff on. Is that something that you always like look into like new technology or like new different things? Gotta, of... You gotta, yeah. Always, I mean, there's always going to be like the the tried and true methods of like, you have A&D. We know A&D works, it's basic. It's mm -hmm. just it's just jelly, petroleum jelly with vitamins A and D in it. Sorry, so it always takes me a second to get the corner started. They um, those coupons on the neat things that work. Oh, like, that's exactly <laughs> what it is too. You must be a pro at it, I should just have you do it. Um, so there was another brand that I was using that I really liked for myself, but what was happening as I was using it for certain clients, um, which I, I have my test clients, really my husband's the biggest one, and then um, I move out from there to like people I just know. 50% um, of them were like, oh my gosh, this is amazing, best heal I've ever had in my life. The other 50%, like my husband, burned their skin. Like oh. suddenly hot, inflamed, all this stuff. I found out from another artist friend that 
the brand I was using had a particular enzyme in it that could be reactive to some people and this is the only brand it's like the original that doesn't have it so it's safe for everybody but I do always give everyone the same caveat of if it feels weird just take it off yeah you don't have to keep it on but it is really really nice yeah to just not have to pay attention to it for the first 24 hours because yeah. that's when it's it's most susceptible so um so yeah I think as soon as they make it that you know a tattoo is pain-free and it heals instantly <laughs> I'm on board like, yeah. I'm always waiting for like the next coolest thing and like I'm a pretty big gadget person so like that like want for the bigger and the better always happens with like ink I always want the next ink and the coolest brands and like what color do you have and all that stuff um but aftercare wise this is the best that I've found so far and it's been out for a few years now but I like it do, do people send you stuff to try on like for like peak colors or the like aftercare stuff some people have stuff that they really, really like. Like, you're somebody who gets tattooed by multiple artists. You, like, I will trust my client if they have stuff that they use. If they're like, oh, yeah, I know I use Hustle Butter or I use Tattoo Goo. Or, like, whatever works for you. If you've tried it and it's great, then I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah. All I'm going to say is, like, here's some backup A&D. Because <laughs> at least we know that works for everybody. Everybody, yeah. Um, but, uh usually like everybody who gets tattooed for the first time they just get the basic okay. antibacterial soap a and a that way they can experiment with more stuff as they get more familiar with it but um but yeah there's there hasn't been there hasn't been like too i i am like sponsored kind of by a company that sends me aftercare stuff for a discounted price and i can resell it and i like it but it's expensive so I don't push it on people. people. <laughs> I'm like the worst salesperson because every time I'm like, check this out, it's great, but it's... it's a, yeah, I know. No, I've been the same way when I was had to do any kind of sales because it's like, I know you don't need this. You don't need it. It's yeah. only if you want to be bougie and you want to have yeah. it. It's got CBD in it. It smells really good. Like for people who hate the smell of A&D cream, that stuff perfect, but... I also don't get the packets that have the scent, so mm. like I could give this to you for free, or you could buy this for twenty dollars. I'm not gonna tell you what to do with your money, but yeah, you know that's up to you. Yeah. Are you concerned that there might be another shutdown if people don't follow? There's always that concern, yeah. and it's for me, it's not a, a huge deal because I do have another job. Mm -hmm. I'm very fortunate that I. You know, I work at my neuropsych practice and I have a place to go part-time, but I I do get nervous that people think that it's over. They yeah. think that, you know, Albany County, Capital Region, they haven't had a ton of, um, a ton of cases, a ton, I mean, compared to other places, but yeah. like, they think it's over. And so we're just like, oh yeah, let's party and let's just basically stand two inches away from each other and suck the same air. It's like, <laughs> it's still around and we still don't know a ton about it. If it shuts down again, it's going to be a really bummer. Not as much for me, more so for other tattoo exactly. artists who they're working as subcontractors. They don't exactly have the best setup for like collecting unemployment or uh, what's their insurance situation. Like I run this place as a corporation, so I'm technically an employee here and I, I pay myself a payroll check, taxes come out, all that stuff. So I can collect unemployment. There never really was a question for me 
but if you're a subcontractor, it's harder to prove. Yeah. And it's like they've never really been able to be under the umbrella of unemployment. And that's hard when you're used to making a substantial amount of cash during the week and you pay your rent, pay your bills, and you know, all that extra, suddenly nothing. And, you know, I've had tattoo artist friends who even now are waiting for their backdated uninsurance, uh, unemployment insurance. And it's like, how does somebody survive for yeah. that long? So if we have a sh- another shutdown, it's going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> for them, like, financially. And, and I, I mean, I was on, I've been on unemployment maybe, like, twice in my life. Mm-hmm. So I know how frustrating it can be to, like, get through to work to do that. So imagine, but with, like, everyone upon everybody having to do it at once. And then, you know, it's not that many people that work there. And then within the state, you got to move people around yeah. and... It right, is. and they, they themselves, they, it's not like they could go into the office. We yeah. People work at the unemployment place. They're working from home. home. They're trying to figure out their situation. Situation, yeah. Um, my husband works for the state, and he told me that, he was like, there are only so many laptops, which makes sense. Yeah. They, it's not like they expected that everybody has to be able to work from home. Yeah. So, same thing. Unemployment was, you know, they're sending people home. They don't have the ability to work from home, so there's less power to answer the phones, Homes, answer the calls, yeah. and... Because I had to call the D- at least DMV <laughs> twice for my registration. Yeah. Um, and like I, I think I called a total of three times, and I got two out of the three sent to me. Like, like because like one I called, I or I don't know. I called twice because I did my registration and I did it the same time as I did it with my grandparents. Mm-hmm. And so my grandparents got theirs, but mine never came in the mail. And I'm like, wait a minute, you, you, <laughs> no, I paid for it. Right. <clears throat> Why isn't it here? And then I go back to ask them to mail it again. They said it was mailed. So they mailed me like decently three times they mailed it to me. And I got two of them. So I definitely have one and a backup one. Mm-hmm. But I can I, but I can tell when listening that they're from home. You know? There's like, a certain the, echo. The, the, the echo that, that you funny? hear. Because yeah. I did the call center for the state before. Because um, they they let me. They, it, was, it was in my probation time. And it just wasn't working out. Because it was just like one of those where it just, you know, sh- to some people, they're like, it should make sense. You just read a script and do this. And I was like, yeah, but when the answer isn't there, and then I get in trouble for transferring it to something else because you say when it doesn't do this, then it's just like, whatever. But I had to, still talking to my friends who were still work there. Like, that was the same thing. that They were talking about how people could start probably working mobile because of laptops. This is, like, before, way before this even came. Yeah. So, but then it's like, do we don't even have that? Like, I'm like, like you can't, like, it's, I, I jokingly say, the state doesn't have any money. They still have curtains hanging down at the plaza from 18, 1985. <laughs> like, they're still the same colors. Like, you're in the 70s, right. like, era of whatever. Yeah. And it's just like, like, we can't even. See, now somebody's going to hear your podcast and they're going to say, oh, we need to change those curtains. I know. <laughs> I mean, they're good colors down there. But, like, every time I go down to the plaza for something and I look and if it's not, like, the kids' art or whatever, mm. which I love seeing. I love going down and seeing all the kids', like, art showcase from, like, the high school oh, and the yeah. middle schools around. But then you see, like, if there's, like, an event or something that's mm-hmm. always the same, like, blue and red things. And yeah, I'm like, y'all just need to boring. update them. Yeah, just spice it up a little what, bit. I know. <laughs> Add some screamers or yeah, something. Yeah, <laughs> like, new fabric, maybe. Like, I'm pretty sure my mom has this on her couch from, like, the 80s. <laughs> that's them. Well, all, all I can hope for is that people just continue to be responsible and they, uh, they wash their hands and they wear their masks when they, they need to. It's like... Tattoo artists 
always try to imagine that everything that we work with is contaminated with something infectious because there's a possibility that it is. Blood is not a safe thing to touch without gloves on. Yeah. So, like, in my head, I always think of everything has, like, it's been touched with raw chicken. And so everything needs to be clean. That raw chicken needs to be washed off of it. And I think if everybody just pretends that everyone else is a raw chi- piece of raw chicken walking around. <laughs> Salmonella, I don't want to touch something, chi- wash your hands. You do something, wash your hands. Yeah. Then, then I think it'll be okay. It is yeah. It's sad in a way that we have to remind people to do the basic things of, like, washing their hands or covering their mouth when they... The you know, I feel like cup. I'm like... Yeah, I yeah. just feel like I'm dealing with my friend's five-year-old or, like, my nephew. <laughs> yes, when they do that open-mouth, like, kind of bird. And you better like, be like, just cough in your chicken wing. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? To learn oh, how to make... Funny. Yeah, how to <laughs> just, just cough in your elbow kind of thing so you don't have to worry about... Yeah. And I feel like I have to do that with humans now. I'm like, we do, like... You're an a grown adult. I don't know how long I have to tell you to just wash your hands after you, like, you just after you do stuff. Yeah. 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 If you feel, well, just feel like everything's raw chicken. And you will be like, oh my gosh, no. I touched, I touched that. No, I have to wash my hands. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how things work out as we approach colder weather. I mean, right now it's okay because people are able to sit outside with their friends. Mm-hmm. They're able to socialize at the distance and you know, be together, but not so close. As it gets colder and we want to still socialize, people are going to start restricting their physical space. And I said, oh, well, I'm not sick. It's fine. I've been hanging out with them all summer. And then they're all going to get into these small rooms and not realize that, you know, the distance is what's been keeping them safe this whole time. And, uh, and now, you know, it, it, it's just going to be so. I feel so like if it did happen originally in winter, people wouldn't have a problem. They wouldn't have a problem, like, not so doing anything yeah. or not going, they're oh, going to be like, no, it's cold, no, we're good, we'll just stay in hell, yeah, thanks. You know, Netflix, Disney+, exactly. Plus, all that stuff, whatever, but now that I, now that it is warming up and people are, you can tell people are getting, they're frustrated, they've been cooped up now, and I get it, you know what I mean? Like, I, I in the sense that I, I've been working, so I know when people come into the grocery store, it's like their way to get out of their yeah. house and stuff like that. Like, just but to I'm, see different scenery, scenery and, you know like I, there's still the same thing you get when people are like oh, i haven't seen you in a while and they you run into them at the grocery store or like the gas station but it's still like god damn man <laughs> well for me it's hard with everybody wearing masks um because i have really have a really hard time remembering what people look like same and i i just don't do well with faces yeah and so when they're all covered up and it's just the eyes and the I eyebrows i'm like who are you yeah <laughs> i don't know who they are i can't remember them i'm really bad with names so like I'm nervous for, like, the new clients that I haven't met, and I've seen them with masks on. It's like, I feel like I'm more recognizable because they have identifiable tattoos. Mm-hmm. But if I do something on them and, I like, it's covered up, I don't know no. who they are. Oh, actually, that probably, let me remind you, there's a kid that I work with, this young kid, who you did his tattoo on his arm. His name was Kieran. Uh, yeah. <sighs> yes. Yeah. Yes. I love Karen. He's well, a love Karen. He's a good kid. Yeah, he's a good kid. He's a he's just one of my hires that came in to work with uh, my front end. But um, I also love putting him oh, out wait, there. Oh wait, wait, um, really, really tall kid. Tall, yeah. yeah, and he's he, I did a jack, uh, like a card, a card, yeah, yes. 
because I have another friend um, who passed away who's also named Kieran that oh, I did okay. a tattoo on his arm also worked at a grocery store and I was like wait a minute <laughs> no, I think I remember that happening differently uh, he was he was cause <laughs> yes he, yeah oh he's a sweet kid I started to like because it gets hot so I started to roll up my jeans because I don't have like shorts that I can wear to work right right, right. so kids start seeing more things they say, on like, my oh, leg she's a cool manager yeah they're like <laughs> he's like yeah I got this yeah. and then I was like so am I but he's, uh, I like putting that kid up front because he's, he's just so that, he's so, yeah, and he's that yeah. dapper young looking kid. So no one's going to, I feel like give him a complaint of being like, put your mask on. Of course, young man. Thank you. <laughs> you know, you're, you're so good. And then if I put like one of my young black kids out there, I'm like, just don't, I, I, I tell them like, if they give them, I, I tell them, if they give you attitude, that's when you call me. But yeah. some of them will still be like, whatever, and walk by. That's oh my, my biggest God. thing. See, because I think I'd do that because I'd be like, yeah, go ahead, but because I'm ready. Ready, I know. I am I, when they said that we had to have somebody there to start denying people from wearing masks, I volunteered ASAP because I was so ready to do yes. it. And I've had a few customers that I've gotten a little spiffle for because if they wanted to throw this whole thing about how it violates my HIPAA, and I was like, well, we said that you can't, like, we're not telling you you can't come in because of your specific disease. We didn't even highlight any specific disease. We right. just said if you're not wearing a mask, which is mandated by the state of New York and the governor, you can't come in. Yeah. Well, these are my rights. Well, it's also our right as grocery store employees to protect ourselves and yeah, and the rest of the people to, around you. Have to you. Shop here. Yeah, yeah. Grow your own food. Yes. It's your right to eat. I know. Go find it in the woods. And then I hate it when people <laughs> are like, I don't know how you could handle wearing these. I get paid to. That's why. <laughs> because it's, it's, it's also the right thing to, to do. do. <laughs> yeah. That's originally when this all started to happen too. My dad and and it's, it. Inc- incredibly insensitive but my idea was that it was just darwinism you know like if you don't want to wear a mask and you want to catch coronavirus and die that's your business it's yes. your right good for you yeah but don't don't knock me for wanting to protect myself and the people i love yeah. you know just yeah. keep your stupidity at home i <laughs> had i did like feed albany a few times in this and the one heartbreaking story i had to hear was this woman she's survived this older lady but her husband died and so we were dropping off food but i just wanted to like hug her you know mm. what i mean because i felt that and i know a girl whose dad died his dad was a great man yeah. and it sucked that they couldn't do anything for him right because like he should be honored because he was just made everybody's day better and yeah. it's just being you can't even mourn more the way yeah you but, are used to yeah and there's people like well i don't know anybody and i was like hey you see but then that doesn't change the fact that this happened to somebody else yeah. like it's always like it may have never happened to you but how do you dare you question my experience on it right just because it never happened to you or just because you didn't know anybody like well it's like it's the same as like people people being like holocaust deniers it's like it's like, oh, well, I don't know anybody who's had coronavirus or anybody who's died from it, so I don't think it's real. It's like, do you think the Holocaust happened? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, we learned about it in school. We know what happened. Like, okay. So just because you didn't die or know somebody who died or was affected by this, like, doesn't mean it didn't happen. happen yeah. Doesn't mean it wasn't real. Like, it's, I don't know. Like, right now there was a, even though I've never been a NASCAR fan, 
I only had to learn one thing about NASCAR once in like seventh and eighth grade because my technology teacher was like obsessed with Jeff Gordon, <laughs> and it was like some of the questions about like his car racing yeah. and like the number and stuff we had to answer on like one of our like final tests. Of the oh, year. oh, like your, your weird extra <laughs> yeah, thing, yeah. Like, but like yeah. some of the tests like things about technology and things about Jeff Gordon, and like those <laughs> were like the only two things like the questions that we knew were coming. That's really funny. Um, but there was that recently with Bubba Wallace where um you know he's like the only black drivers do a good make yeah. a name for him and then they pull into I think it was Tallahassee or Talladega it's Talladega yeah and there they saw what was a noose right. and like some people were like oh it wasn't a hate crime oh it wasn't a noose and I'm like well first of all NASCAR and the FBI said it was like they, they just they they have announced it's not they, like, they, 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 they completed their... They their think that it wasn't a hate crime, but it was an actual, like, like rope noose that was right. for pulling. And, and they said that they made it, like, a year and a half, half ago. Half ago. And yeah. so, and, and I was like, okay, but I get that, that, that I'm glad it wasn't a hate crime. But it yeah. came down to the fact people understanding that, like, some of you might not under, might not never realize the fear black people might have when seeing any kind of form of noose or rope right. strung up like that. Right. Whether it's been there for a year, I could go in the woods now, and if I see one hanging up there, I'm still gonna have a sense of fear that I might die, yeah. because I don't know who's around me in the middle of this or who's right. gonna pop up, and yeah. that's what the because now they're calling them like Bubby, like Bubba Smollett or whatever that Jesse Smollett, whatever that kid, the Empire made up that other story. But I'm like, it's at, again at the end of the day, it was NASCAR said that they found an old fashioned noose that wasn't directed towards him; it was there for a pulley, right. lip, whatever. But you're not you're missing the concept of black people still being feared of lynching. Right. Whether we have been lynched or seen it, there's been five new things coming up now about like right, mysterious about yeah. And I was like, but it it and it finally became a federal crime to do it this year. Right. And it's like, but it's that your first reaction is to be like, oh, it's just a rope. That's to you. Right. But and you're that's, not, and that's, that's, the, and that's you. But the you, extent of it, right? The that's the privilege. It's and, a privilege. You're yeah. never going to look at it and be like, am I about to die? Like, <laughs> and I think that that's like, that's kind of like a, a dear, a dear white people moment of like, you don't, like, I personally don't have to suffer the, the burden of that thought. Because it's not part of my upbringing. It's not part only strictly because of the color of my skin. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy that, you know, we're around the same age. You know, we have, I'm sure, fairly similar upbringings, except that your skin looks different. And, like, that's the, that's the difference. And for you to have that fear, it sucks. And I, I get what you're saying about the NASCAR thing, too. It's like, okay, yeah, we get it. It wasn't purposefully a hate crime it wasn't designed it's coincidental but the point remains that that that's what people fear and like that's what racism has done yeah and and if you don't acknowledge that and like just try to brush it off it's like like, no no that wasn't the case that's not what i meant so get over it it's like no you don't get to tell me to get over it (laughs) get over something that's still existing yeah (laughs) i know well i'm sorry i feel like i it, you know, like a lot of people, I, I feel like, you know, incredible guilt is kind of the same, like, when being, like, sexually harassed as a woman. Like, I have male friends and family who are like, I'm so sorry that you have to deal with, like, the constant fear of that, like, if you hear footsteps behind you when you're walking at night, like, and as a man, I don't have to fear that. And, and so they empathize with the woman. It's like, that's how I feel for people of color now is like, I'm 
I'm sorry. It sucks. I hate it. I don't know really what to do and how to help other than just, like, calling people out. Yeah, that's exactly what I know to do. Like, I I told a couple of my my clients so far, too, they're saying, like, well, I don't understand. You know, they say that it's not enough to not be racist anymore. You have to be anti-racist. I don't get what that means. And, And I think, to me, what that means is that if somebody is being openly racist, there have been times in my life where it's like, they're old, they're stupid, it's not worth it, they're never going to get it, so you just let it go, because it's not worth the fight to try yeah. to convince them, because they'll never agree with you. Yeah. And so you just kind of let it slide. But in the past, I think that that's the problem, is I just let it slide. Yeah. Instead of having the courage to say, no, I believe that that's wrong, but I've been afraid to tell you because of what you might do, and now... I don't care. Yeah. So if you say that shit to me, that's my promise is now, okay, fine. I'm going to call you I'm going to say in the, in the most reasonable and logical way that I can and try to explain to you how you are wrong, why you are wrong, mm-hmm. and what you can do to change <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, I said that growing up, I was so being like one of the only few in the group, like the was, I, it, and when you hear things, I didn't want to address it because I didn't want to feel not a part of. Right. And you don't want to be that like, person. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, as probably in my 20s, where I was just like, yeah, no, zero fucks given. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. just, once I found my identity, Good. which is, it's, it's, it's weird that I found it after high school, because it's like one of those things when you go through high school, it's still that very click thing. Ever, yeah. Though that there will be, I, I, even my senior year of high school, I knew everyone was that whole, oh, we're going to forgive and forget why we didn't like each other and be friends and kumbaya yeah. our last year. And I'm like, that's great. <laughs> I'm not going to benefit knowing you in five years. I'm still not going to put in the fucking effort. <laughs> it's to be like, I'll say hi. Yeah. But then I, I, I also appreciated like later on seeing, like running into some girls that like, you know, were some of the popular girls, but um, they would just be like, you know, I just never, I realize now that you weren't ever a bitch. You were just being honest. And I was just like, yeah. <laughs> it took you long enough. It took you enough. long enough. I know. I always have that secret fear that people are going to think that I'm a bitch. And and, uh, and I think it's because, like, I think it's because I am. <laughs> because if that's, what, if that's what bitchiness is, is, like, not being apologetic about being honest with yeah. how you feel and what you think of people, then I'm like, okay, yeah. I guess I'm a bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's why I have no problem being unapologetically black at this point. I'm like, nope, you want to just, I'm just going to... Yeah. Give you my experiences and say this, and it's crazy though the audacity that people have to question my experience, which is funny because my 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 executive producer just texted me. Do you remember the band Hanson? Yes. Okay. So I had to break. I am. I was born in '87. Of course, I am Hanson. I. Had to my. I feel like they're what made me kind of fall in love with androgyny. It's like, <laughs> like men that kind of look like women. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that too. Now that I see them there, um, well, they were so, just so pretty. They were. Um, so I mean, some of them still are. Um, but so my, she just texted me because she just said she just got the phone with their record label. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, so because I called them out for their low it was a eloquently said but yet very low-key all lives matter post oh and nowhere did it it's like it's great that you denounce racism but like you 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 said nothing about black lives or matters or anything and so then like like later they and i sent them a video that was just like 
you know, black since birth, fan since 97, say it with me. Black Lives Matter. It's not that hard. I don't understand how it yeah. can be that hard. You know what I mean? And so then it became, they're like, they did it. Then the next post they did like three, four days later had to do about a Martin Luther King quote, which they didn't even quote him on and saying, there's no question that Black Lives Matter. And we're like, oh, all right, you made it worse now. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Okay. Oh my. So I've been, <laughs> so I was just like offering them these conversations to yeah. be on my podcast. And then I found Zach's Reddick that people were posting about like this okay. group that he was like saying. And I was like, first of all, I don't care that you support the Second Amendment. I just want to question why your comments are that are kind of seem to agree or to laugh at, like, transgender jokes, women, uh, yeah. you know, some of the black guns matter, making fun of Trayvon Martin. Like, I just want to ask you about that. I'm not... Right. Uh, but the way that he's defending himself is seems where I'm just like, yeah, no, you're an ignorant prick. Like, it, like it, <laughs> I don't know. And so it'll be interesting to see if they actually... I mean, I'm excited that they listened but like i had no problem with calling zach out the way that i said i'm like no you know what what i feel like these are these comments that you're making or the things that you're like are going against this this and this and this right i do i think you might be out we'll see definitely think you're ignorant like you know what i mean like but when i see that you're deleting your black fans off your instagram or blocking comments when you're you're sending a certain message so what do you want to talk about so I think it's great that like just that they actually offered because we emailed a couple of their managers, but their actual record label. The all lives, all lives matter thing is interesting to me because um, like my husband and I are reading um, Joe Rogan is always a really funny person and how he responds to people who don't agree with him. Oh, see, I just and, got off. I might have bummed my interview didn't record, but my comedian friend we were talking about how we both actually don't like joe rogan well i did like his responses to uh, when oh, people yeah. were saying all lives matter and he every single person who commented that on any post that he had he was immediately responded by him fuck you get off my page fuck you stop listening to my stuff don't yeah. watch my movies you know if you don't agree with me get out of here because you're wrong and uh, you know he's definitely a a you know, he likes to use vinegar instead of honey, right? It's just <laughs> one of those metaphors. Um, but the way that I think of it is, like, if you are in a room with a hundred people and a bear runs in and starts eating one of the people, are you going to stand around with the other 99 people and be like, well, we're all susceptible to bear attacks. <laughs> all people are, are, could, could be hurt by bears. It's like, yes. I understand what you're trying to say in the grand scheme, but right now, just for this one fucking minute, can we save the actual person who's being attacked? Yeah. Let's worry about that stuff later when we take care of the bear attack that's happening to this one person. (laughs) It's, it's, it's crazy. It's like, you know, you're not wrong, but you're just not right. Right. Right now. Yep. Yep. I gotta switch this. To, there we go. Um, well, thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. Thanks for coming in too. I'm I glad know. that you picked out such a, a fun to, to spin from, and uh, I'm glad that you put the sunshine because it seemed very fitting. It sun, does. Sun and water. Sun and water, my two favorite things. I get to get away too. Though now it's one of those after you you tan and you let it sink in, but then you feel the warmthness again. You're like, nope, nope, not again. <laughs> not probably another week. <laughs> And or in my case, a few you weeks. do pop up. You're you're in that reel. So oh, occasionally you do you do come through the uh, microphone or the both of them. Both, both of them? them are in there. 
it's, there was uh, one, she doesn't, I don't know if she still works with me. I don't know if she took time off because she was an older lady, um, but she recognized the, the fire. I was going to say congratulations, too, because you, you found out, um, like, you've had closure on that situation, right? Yeah. Since the last time I talked yeah. to you. Yeah. So that's exciting. Yeah. Um, it's been, it's weird in a sense because it's like we still have, it's 2012, so we still have another four years of him being on probation. Mm-hmm. Um, we only had like one incident where I forgot to let probation know that I was back at my old job that he was a vendor at the grocery oh, store. Oh, like restraining order. Yeah. So like, and so it was, just, yeah, it was just one of those things where it was such a busy day with everything that was just about to start. Everything was closing down and they just threw me on the schedule and he came in to check his, his, you know, potato chips that he was, that he does. And I turned, I just remember just paging my manager going, go, oh, he just gotta go. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not the time. I'm never, that situation doesn't bug me when he walks in. Right. And I knew it didn't, it only bugged me because I just didn't want to see him. Right. Because it was just one of those things I also had like a can of like baked beans in my hand, I remember, and I I could have had a nice shot <laughs> if I wanted to. <laughs> because there's yeah. still that anger. Always. There's always going to be that initial anger of like, like, like if I see him or if I hear him and I even tell this probation officer I said no he's just got to stay because I can't guarantee that I can't take a swing if I see him you know what I mean like I, if especially at my job I got to keep it but that one day right. I might just throw that can right. of, of, and that's that's funny too too like uh yeah he's under restraining order for his protection too yeah yeah <laughs> pretty much actually that's kind of that expires. He's not gonna want to come around you because then, uh, you know, no, somebody watching. So oh, I, know. Knows <laughs> I know, I know, and but it, it, but it's like Father's Day is hard because like my dad died a few years ago, mm-hmm. but because he became a dad during this whole process, like he had two kids before or had one kid before he was even sentenced or convicted. And then I think he had the other one, like not even like she was consistent. She can clearly the other baby was conceived right before he pleaded guilty. So it's like boggles my mind right. that like this happened during and there was this. a woman who yeah. was like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's <laughs> yeah. fine. No, no, like, Did you know about it? Like, I mean, you yeah. married him now, so I'm pretty sure you're okay with it. But right. like, and that's nothing against her. It was just more of like, you showed no human regards to me and what you did to me but yet you can produce two kids in this world and like i saw a picture of him wearing like a girl dad shirt and i was like you gonna tell your daughter how she was conceived before you pled guilty to rape because i don't think you will but that's just are you gonna talk to your daughter when she grows up about about what you did what you have to potentially be exposed to yeah because i don't know i'm like i'm not at the end of the day gonna try to ruin his life he's did that enough yeah but i said this to my friend phil on my other podcast episode i was like just give me a reason to post your mugshot <laughs> like that's just you know that's just, just, just give me a reason <laughs> yeah like i will still have something to hold on to yeah whether you cut your hair and try to look all uh yeah, you know, all prim and proper. All prim and proper Latham-ish. You know, at the end of the day, I still have your mugshot yeah. with the crime that you committed. You didn't plead guilty to it. You got the lesser one because I was a nicer person, but... Now, do you think that that 
somebody can change from that situation too. I mean, he, um, he obviously the law agreed that it was wrong. Yeah, even well, he, he the thing is, he owned up that he knew he did it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I think the the hard part for me was that even in court when he said sorry, I didn't really hear because someone else was talking and it really annoyed me. And it took on my might not to just say out loud. Can I hear that again? I waited like three years to hear you say yes. I yes, I did this to you. I'm sorry, I did this to you. Yeah. Um, I'm still in the point where. I feel like him being, and this is just my, because you can't judge a book by its cover, but what, what all you see is like a new house and two kids and a yeah, wife. You like this You're like, so what did I do? What did what what did what 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 did me going through this to get ju- to get conviction of you doing something? Like you're now all living like this, right. but I can't tell if it's all happy and peachy king. But to me, it is because that's what I see. Right. But I don't. I feel like it's if. Um, now it's just probation and what he has to do is affecting his his life. Yeah. Like this is but it's like that's your punishment that you get. You could be in jail. I know that he is scared of going to jail, as he should be. I um, would also be scared of going to jail. Yeah. I don't think jail's a nice place. No. Um but I still you know, I still send by what I said to his uh the first probation officer, which I made sure was in the file. I said, I know he will do anything in his power to be the best dad that he can be. I'm not gonna lie to you on that. Yeah. Um. He. I. He's just. He was just fucked up. Yeah. So if if this is better for him, then you know, good. You know what I mean? Because at the first when when his son was born, in the middle of all of this, I that I didn't change my opinion about everything. It was just made me be like, listen, by the time probation's gonna be done, you're gonna be the same age as my dad when my dad couldn't figure out his shit. Yeah. So, I hope that after six years of being sober, you don't fall back into that. Right. Because I had an ex-boyfriend who just did the sobriety thing until probation was done and then went back to... And then went back to, yeah. You know, drinking and I don't know what else. So, it's just like... Because I know he also... This kid also had a DWI. Uh So, my whole thing was him getting the rehab help and the mental help that he needs so so the whole time too is yes about justice for what had happened, happened but also but to like, force yeah. him into to yeah fixing that part of part of life. him that that, that every, everyone didn't want to point out the elephant in the room wow. so i did <laughs> and it's sad that it had to come down to what happened for it to be pointed out right. but i don't know if he's and the thing is i i me sleeping with him like we were doing it for a while on and off, but that was the only time that it ever got scary. Right. Because I knew he was just on something. Right. And the last, like, time before it happened, I was still hesitant because he did something where I was like, are you all right? Like, that's not you. Yeah. Like, I know I see you at, like, 2 in the morning, but, like, right. you're usually... Like, I booty call, but... Yeah, 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 but you're usually, like, in your right mind, even right. though you're intoxicated, but something else is going on. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see. It's still it's still that, that good person in me that wants the best for someone to get help, but at the same time, I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. Like, you did it. Like yeah, that's, that is such a tough, like, dual yeah. look, because I, I agree at the same time. Like, even, like, I, are you still... I can stop.
Well, I hope you like the interview between Jasmine and Celte. Um, really looking forward to getting back and visiting Albany and getting uh, some new ink. I want to spin that wheel and see what I get. Um, the only other thing that I wanted to talk about, really, was the Ellen DeGeneres show. And, and honestly, though, is really anybody surprised? Uh, one of the producers has been accused by multiple sources of uh, sexual harassment. So one ex-employee said head writer and executive producer Kevin Lehman asked him if he could give him a hand job or perform a blow job in a bathroom at a company party in 2013. So this is, this shit's been going on for a while. So this isn't this isn't real new information. This is kind of stuff that's been buzzing around. Um, I made a joke in 2014 when I finished up production school that I wanted to go work on the Ellen show and a friend of mine was like, no, don't. And, you know, they explained to me why and I've heard multiple things since then, but it's, it's crazy what, you know, people are allowed to get away with in powerful positions like that. I'm just glad it wasn't that Andy dude that's always on the show that's funny. I don't, I don't know this other dude. I couldn't recognize him. I don't, I don't watch the show enough to really know anybody other than Andy because he's constantly on those Halloween episodes where he's getting the shit scared out of him, which is always fun. I appreciate those. That's going to be me, though. That's going to be me in a couple of months. Um, there's going to be an Orlando drive through uh, haunted house, which I'm not going to be able to drive. My wife's going to have to drive because I'm going to be curled up in a ball on the friggin' floorboard having like a panic attack going, <gasps> are there clowns? Um, please, no clowns. Please, no fucking clowns. Tim Curry is still like destroyed my childhood. No, no clowns. Killer clowns from outer space, go fuck yourself. Like, no, I'm good. I don't like the clowns. Clowns, fuck off. Um, along with turfs. Turfs can fuck off, too. But yeah, that's about it for me. A um, couple things. Wear your goddamn masks, so help me God, Florida. You're freaking killing me. I want to leave the house sometime in the future. I would like to have Jasmine to come visit. Um, and as she always says, I love you guys. I'm so glad we had this time together. Remember, always, always be you. You'll never be erased. Not on my watch. Bye. A Samantha Ponzillo Media Production.